Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Last year, we launched our course, The Data-Driven Classroom, and had hundreds of educators and clinicians take this course with consistently amazing feedback. I heard from so many teachers how this course really changed the way they approach data, how they were able to set up simple data systems, train their paras, and be collecting data to make data-based decisions within days of finishing the course. That feedback made me so happy. Now that course has been closed and unavailable since last year, but guess what? We are reopening the course, the data-based classroom, and I want you to be one of the first ones in. If data is something you have been struggling with for years, let's work on this together. Let me give you all of the tools to make this something that can consistently happen in your classroom. And guess what? Since you are a podcast listener, and I absolutely love my podcast listeners, I have an awesome code for you. When you use the code DATA100, you're going to get $100 off of the course bundle. Now, this code is only going to be usable until March 20th. So you only have one week to use this code, but Data 100 will get you $100 off of that course bundle. So that means for less than $200, you are getting the amazing data toolkit with literally hundreds of data sheets, all editable. And don't worry, I teach you how to edit it. And that entire data-driven course that touches on academic data, behavior data, staff training, and so much more. There's a link in the show notes with all of the information. Let's make this year the year that data really works. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. So I had a request to do an episode on some of the funniest student moments. I think I've shared a lot of them in some of the episodes so far, but I made a little random list of just stories that popped in my head when I thought about former students. I'm going to keep glancing at my list over here to make sure I get all of them. So many of these moments involve my students just being so themselves and so honest, like God, sometimes like real, true honesty is just hilarious and refreshing, right? Which I so loved that and admired that about my students that they were just themselves and they were going to be super honest. So some of the honesty (laughs) sometimes hard to swallow. Um, God, I remember a clinician I worked with was like, yeah, I started um, waxing my upper lip because a student asked me if I had a mustache. (laughs) And I was like, that's so like classic, right? Um, I know I had one student, every time I would have like a zit or anything, he'd be like, ooh, what is that? And I'd be like, oh, it's nothing, don't worry. He's like, no, 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 there's something in your face. There's something in your face. You're like, yes, it's a zit, leave me alone. Or um, in summer school one year, I did a spray tan when I was about to go to a wedding and I 
you know, spray tan the first day looks like really dark and orange and not so great. It has to like fade in a little bit. And I, but I'd gone to school cause I had a wedding that weekend and I'd gone to school before and I walked in and one of my kids was like, whoa, why'd you get all orange? And I was like, dang it, I thought it looked good. Um, so I just love that when kids are like so honest and like themselves. I had a a kid that every time, I forget if I told, shared this story already or not, but every time the fire alarm would go off, I'm going to swear, so just if you have little ones around you, um, every time the fire alarm would go off, he'd go, oh shit. And that was exactly what I was thinking when the fire alarm would go off. I was thinking, like come on like we're in the middle of something we gotta go all the way downstairs and I never even could get mad at him about that because it was like so dead on accurate that like that's how we all felt when the fire alarm went off like come on I don't know why I think like you know because I, I taught teenagers like they were like junior high the appropriate use of a little bit of swearing or inappropriate words always cracked me up because it just shows that like kids are kids and you know kids are gonna do those things no matter what um, I had a story, actually, I wanted this to be a whole episode, but I'll share this. This is like a good and funny story and tricky story. So I had a student that got a Dynavox and at first his grandma was kind of against him getting a Dynavox because she really wanted him to talk and all this. And we had like a long discussion about how it wasn't going to, you know, impede his verbal communication. And actually it didn't at all. His, his communication blew up after that. His verbal communication is talking. But um, when we were setting up the Dynavox, we put it on the teen setting. And on the teen setting, one of like the quick phrases, and this was a while ago, so this isn't actually even how they're set up anymore, um, was one of the quick phrases was shut up. And she was like, can you take that button off? You know, my, my kids are not allowed to speak to me that way. And I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, I, I'm not going to take it off. Like, you know, we can teach him to not say shut up to you because that's disrespectful to say it to his grandma, it's disrespectful to say it to his teachers, but I'm not gonna take it off the device. And she's like, well, can you take it off the device? And I was like, I can, but I'm not going to. Like, that's like taping a child's mouth and you cannot take the word shut up out of your other grandson's mouth, so you can't take it out of his mouth. And she was very not pleased with me about that. But I, I stand firm on that, you know, that we can teach the rules around it, but I wasn't going to take it away. And of course, guess what this kid said, like all the time to his grandma? Shut up, right? With the, with he bring the Dynavox out of it. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like it was like constant. Um, we did work on teaching to decrease it, but for a while it was a, it was a problem. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, what am I, a really funny story. I shared this actually at a training last week. We were talking about untraditional reinforcers. So, you know, some of our, our learners may like things that we don't like, or we wouldn't even think to offer, right? They might like topics or activities or ideas that like, we just wouldn't think to offer as reinforcers. So we really got to follow our kids' leads and observe. They will tell us what their reinforcers are, what things they like talking about, like doing. It's all right there. Actually, two funny stories about this. I just thought of another one. 
So I had an in-home client a while ago who was obsessed with Ricky Martin, like obsessed. And it wasn't Latin singers. It was Ricky Martin. Like I tried to like bring in a little like Enrique Iglesias or like Pitbull maybe. No, Ricky Martin. And he was very reluctant on a lot of his activities we were doing. So we embedded Ricky Martin into every activity we ever did. I mean, has that sentence ever been said in the world? No, but we made Ricky Martin work tasks. We made Ricky Martin reading comprehension. If we were doing vocabulary words, it was about Ricky Martin. If it was a math word problem, Ricky Martin was going to the store and buying 11 bananas. And guess what? This kid became obsessed with all of his in-home programs, like to the point where he would ask his mom, he'd be like, if I do chores for you around the house, can we do my homework then? And she was like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what do you mean you want to do your work? And he was like, yes, I want to do my work because it was all Ricky Martin themed. I know more about Ricky Martin, you guys, than like Ricky Martin probably does, but it worked. He was obsessed and he, he loved it. It was all things he liked to do. Other funny story about untraditional reinforcers is I had a kid that was obsessed with Maury Povich. Okay. You know, Maury Povich reality show. I like a good trashy reality TV, but I tend to veer towards Bravo not daytime, but you know, to each their own. So what he truly loved about Maury Povich was the paternity test results. And when Maury would tell someone if they were or were not the father, he would make a folder with the DNA like logo that looked just like that. And what he really wanted to do was to act out the paternity test results. And I typically had to be the father or not father. And he got to be Maury and tell me if I was the father. And I realized, why he loved this because on that show, there's like a huge reaction every time, right? Like this explosive, no, so it was like, that's what he wanted me to do. And, and you guys, I did it and it was actually really fun. And he also, this kid worked like, oh my gosh, he was a worker B if he knew he was going to get to play Maury Povich at the end of this. And that's what we did. And we got all kinds of great academics in and at the end, we would play Maury Povich and why not, right? I like Bravo, he likes Maury, it's all okay. So I think maybe moral, I didn't even, wasn't planning on this, but if we're gonna tie a moral of this story in about funniest kid moments, I think it's let kids be themselves, right? If they're gonna say a bad word here and there or they wanna say shut up, yep, we're gonna teach them not to, but we're also gonna let them be themselves and like Ricky Martin or Maury Povich and talk about whatever they wanna talk about and let their like honest, true personality come out. Cause that's when, you know, our kids are gonna be the happiest and we're gonna be the happiest too, because we're gonna see how much they shine when they can be themselves. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and wanna hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one -on -one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening.
Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum, everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.